Ladies and gentlemen, people of Earth, welcome. You're listening to the Nomad Rising podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Jones, and in this episode, I'm talking with ex-soldier, musician, and alien abductee, Bill Brooks. I'm recording my first podcast with Bill about two months ago, and it was very confusing, so we decided to re-record this one. Still pretty confusing, so good luck following along. <laughs> but if you are interested, his biography is called... 44, based on an ex-soldier's true story written by Joanna Summerscales. I'll put the links in the show notes. Now, this is a pretty bonkers conversation, and I do not condone the use of drugs, but if you are that way inclined, I would recommend that you pause and get intoxicated around about now. Without further ado, recounting his alien abductions and a whole lot more, I bring you Bill Brooks. We got to know each other in the past, uh, past month or so. Yeah. Become friends. Um, okay, so let's let's explain. Explain your so your tale is. Up until you're 44, you've lived a life. You're in the army, done some driving. You're a musician. You've had lots of odd things happen to you that you kind of brush off, can't explain. And then when you're 44, you have a UFO encounter. That gives you a download and opens your mind up to remember all these instances happened to you. Is that a good summary? Not at first. The instances come back later. The first thing that come back was Abingdon, and that was it. For the first two years, that's all I could remember. Abingdon. I w- I couldn't remember everything about it, but the rest of my experiences weren't remembered. I I remembered being taken and being back, and that was all. Losing time, I lost metal off the wagons, I lost me wedding ring, me uh, medallion, gold medallion, gold wedding ring, and two, three quarters of a ton of phosphor bonds off the back of the wagon. Can you understand me? Mm. I'm yeah. having trouble talking today. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah, you've had nine strokes. Something like that. We don't Several actually attacks, know yeah. how many I had. I was in a caravan dying because the council got put, I'm a pedophile rapist, raping my daughter on on their records. Completely false. Why? I got beat up by three coppers and two neighbours. I had to live out in the middle of nowhere in a freezing cold, having strokes on my own. Yeah. And with my son there as well. Yeah, you've definitely had a tough life. So your book is called 44, based on an ex-soldier's true story. Um, Joanna Summerscales wrote it. Um, well, she's, what, Shadow wrote it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. If you want to listen, 
properly understand all of his stories, definitely read the book. But okay, first let's talk about before you before forty four before before you had this download. So what kind of person were you? Because you thick, mm. very stupid. I could play the guitar a bit. I was stupid, really. I hadn't got a mentality at all. Not anything above a pint of beer and a woman's ass. That was me, you know. And when the, when these different incidents happened, what would you think of them? I didn't remember them. I didn't remember the day before until I was 44. The lock came back all in one go. You didn't remember, but how, like you just you just rationalised it. Yeah, so I don't remember actually. And how would you respond to people when they're like saying, "Like, mate, this something's happened," and you're like, "No, that didn't happen." Or you know, say when you come back with the truck, that it, incident, it, and he's like, "Well, where's where's the stuff on the back of your truck?" And you're like, "Well, you just you just." I left the job. I threw the keys at the gaffer and said, good boy. Once I looked at the wagon, I was nearly three hours late with no metal. I just picked it up. I thought an hour ago, it was four hours. I didn't know that. I was going, your clock must be wrong. I didn't know. All experiences went, dismissed, gone, at my head. I got back home. I went, I had to walk home because I hadn't got the transport to get me home anymore. And it was three miles. And I went in every pub at a couple of points. In every every pub on the way home. Because I couldn't handle it. What what was being told to me? I thought the main gaff work wasn't there, but this kid, I call a kid, didn't like me, and I thought he was trying to get rid of me by mocking about. I thought they were lying. Mm. Him and the secretary were friends. And I thought they were lying. So, okay, so there's you've had alien abductions and things where you just can't remember anything. But you've also had incidences uh, like MK Ultra sort of experiences. Um, that, that was where that. they've been drugging you with like LSD yeah. and brainwashing and stuff. So you were telling me before that that's slightly different. It wasn't quite the same as just having your brain wiped by no, aliens. It's, it's, bit different so it's a bit how what are your go through your memories of that and also your feelings of i've got no feelings no as i said to you when you're in this state maybe your brain clicks out maybe but mine did i can't remember the feelings Mm. i was having okay so what about after so like we'll go through it so so you're in uh, you join the military. Uh, you go to Germany to 
nuclear regiment. Nuclear regiment, look after a nuclear with American station. I think with the Americans. Americans had a lot to do with this. Mm. So, so you're just working in Germany, then they they how do they take you? When do you get taken to? Well, I can't remember properly the sequence because the guy that was with me was from 1966. He was a soldier then, not, not at the time I was a soldier. But I can't remember. I, I was time traveling. Mm, I can okay. remember. We'll go back to time travel in a minute. But the MK Ultra stuff, where you get taken to possibly Port and Down. Yeah. Were you in Germany and then they took you there? No. I don't remember come? getting from England to Germany. Uh, Germany to England. Germany to England. I yeah. don't remember anything about that. I didn't even know I was in England. Mm. Uh, and then after that incident, you're taken back to Germany? Now I end up on leave. In back in the UK, yeah, I'm on leave. I I didn't know how I got there or anything. So, so how are you feeling after that? Like I can't tell you. I was dead. When I was taken by them, whoever they are, uh, it was a dead feeling. I said to you, can't I can't explain it because no feelings. You can't explain things. When you got no feelings, people think you talk and you know what you're doing. You had no feelings. Your brain and your body is belongs to them. So, would would you say you were kind of like a zombie for those first yeah. forty years, forty four years? Yeah, not 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 all the time. Just during the time I was taken. That's why I didn't remember being taken. I didn't remember anything till I was 44. I remembered so much come back. I couldn't fit it into my brain. It wouldn't fit. There's so much there in one minute or an hour. I don't know how long the experience was for. That's when I remembered Abingdon, and that was all I could get in into my head at that time. Okay, so Nothing else would fit. I, I knew there was other stuff going in, mm. but I couldn't see it. I knew it was going in. I could see it, but not see it. It's hard to explain. But Abingdon was fully in my head. The old experience of Abingdon, that's the only one that came back properly. Okay, then would you like to briefly go over Abingdon and... Well, I was driving, this is a long story, stretched over a few days. I don't know how long it stretched for, there's no such thing as time really, in dimensions. How do you, we had talked about? Mm. What do you want me to start exactly from the time I, it started to the time I finished? 
we'll go very very be very quick up until you start seeing the aliens in the field so you deliver him what are you delivering i delivered southampton and i was about to do uh the next one i forgot the name of it um sorry forgot the name eversham and what were you delivering cookers cookers they were a present from the firm i was working for cannon gas funny off they started having aliens round on the advert just after it happened to me yeah grays <laughs> why that's strange because i've never I'd, at that time, I've never told anybody mm. about this. Okay, so you you drop the cookers off, then come back and, and I was park sleep, up in Abingdon. I was sleeping in a track while I was driving towards the track I was going to sleep in. And to my left, there was, at first I saw a spinning crathering wheel it looked like and the christmas tree crazy you parked up you're eating now before i parked up oh, okay. i saw a light sorry i'm wrong as i parked up yeah you're right i parked up and i looked i was eating something fish and chips i think and i i got a jar of coffee a cup of coffee sitting there and i ate the chips and while i was eating the chips a light come in in the field some lights come in and i could see rabbits scattering then i saw cows and they were in the middle of the field. Next thing I know, they're all up the corner of the field. I didn't notice them move. They couldn't do that. Then they're back in the middle of the field. Keep talking. Back in the middle of the field. And one cow has been lifted into a triangle of light mm. and what are you thinking at this point i'm thinking the farmers at the same time cows were again bogged in at the same time and i was thinking that cow must have got bogged in and they were pulling it out or something i'm not a farmer you know i didn't know what was going on and That was it, really. But I, I went to, I'd just finished my coffee and I was lighting a cigarette with a match. And as I struck the match, all the lights went out. Everything went out. And I thought, oh, they've gone then. Next thing I know, I'm seeing whirring thing above me, like rotor blades like a helicopter 
but it wasn't. When I looked upwards, I saw these men, grey men dropping out, little grey men coming down like Star Trek, like they were squiggly. Then they became solid. Sorry, before that, I'm I'm going ahead of myself. Before this happened, I struck the match. Light went out, and the lights came back on. I could see inside the back of the van. And I looked in the mirror and I was thinking, these greys were in the back of the van, but they weren't, they were actually on the screen. But when I looked properly, I could see them. And next thing I know, that the lock on the screen of the window coming through, this baffed me bane. How can somebody come through a window without breaking it? And next thing I know, I've got one there. In front of your nose. Yeah, and two at the side. And I'm next thing I know, I'm going through as well. That's when I saw these things coming down. As I said to you, they were in bits, like in bits, like Star Trek. And then they come together and they hit the deck. And behind them, I saw other ones coming out to the woods. And then I went into a light, very light. It was not like our lights, it was like daylight as such but a grey daylight like it's light today but if you're cloudy it's grey yeah it was yeah. like that light not like electric light it must have been electric of some form at the side of me I could only see straight in front of me but I've got a look I'm an ex-soldier in Ireland you had to watch in front and at the sides so I got this thing I can see I can see you but not properly but I can see not you the corner of his eye. you know what I mean and I could see at the side of me like road, rows of jail cells going up, about three, I think. Could have been two, three. I'm not sh exactly sure. But I could see movement as well inside these, like, jail cells. They weren't, probably weren't jail cells, but I'm, that's all I can think of at the, you know, rationalize it. Yeah. yeah, trying to rationalize this is impossible. Next thing I know, 
I'll go past them to my right. I'll go into another room with a big opening. And I'm in this room. Where was the opening? What do you mean? You said the room had a big opening. To get in. Ah, okay, sorry, yeah, yeah. Next thing I know, I'm lying on a some type of bed or something. And there's parts of this story I haven't told, but I don't want to. It would be a sex freak or something. Like, I'm lying there. I can see the cow in another room with a opening. And I can see distinctly this cow. And I, it died. I don't know how I knew it had died, but they rolled it out the ship. They just went like that with the hands, raised their hands, and this cow was gone. It was by me, van the next day. Anyway, they did some experiments on me, my head. Uh, the first thing they did was something in the air, something up the nose, that burnt. And there was like a drill coming towards me, eye, and I don't remember anything after that. You know, you know <laughs> I what I mean? Imagine, yeah. I don't know whether passed out, they did something to me, I don't know. Next thing I know, I'm sitting up, upright, looking at the screen, there's a baby born, and the war, war. and I think I saw it, uh, I, maybe I just imagine that. Most of the time, you, you don't know what's going into your brain, you know. It's like they can put things in their brain and bypass you. Mm. You know what I mean? Bypass get you. Get the conscious and get yeah. into the subconscious. Get in the back. That's how they downloaded, like, but Abingdon was full memory. Mm. But the rest was going in the back of my brain, like a computer. That's why we called it a download, you know. Couldn't think of anything else. And it was like that. I think the computer is fastened on our brain. Somehow. Well, they pretty much work the same, I suppose. Yeah. Both electrical circuits passing yeah. information through different pathways. Or at least, I, I, yeah, I really don't know. <laughs> but the next thing I know, I've seen uh, war, baby born, or some other things, but I can't remember them. Next thing I know, I'm about to leave the ship. I didn't know that at the time. And I sat next to this window and there was a Chinese-looking blonde girl. Crazy. She looked Chinese to me. Maybe she was alien Chinese, I don't know. And there's a window and I can see water 
coming in, but he didn't come in. It was like like a cough full over the top, and I yeah, could see just slightly, yeah, slightly I could up. see like through it, yeah. And I looked at it, and I could see massive fish. And I said to this girl, "I bottom of the sea, or the river." And I think she said, see, I, I can't remember. I wasn't really interested at the time. Everything was too much gone on. And no feeling. By that time, I was starting to get feeling back. You, I explain that when I tell you what happened next. She asked me, now, she asked me a question, and I, I know my answer. I don't know her question. That happens a lot, off her brain. And I said, I forgot what I said now. She said to me so, uh, a question, and I, my, my answer was, I've got a wife, mother, family, but I don't know the question, what you were asking. Next thing I know, I'm leaving the craft, like not walking, but shooting, floating, shooting into midair. And I, I am traveling down. This girl is next to me for the start. I don't know when she went. And I thought, my mother was so interested in uh, the first boxing case, Betty and Barney Hill. And she all used to say, I wish it had happened to me, I want to meet him. And I thought to myself, on the way down, I thought, wait till my, tell my mother this. Tell her what? Gone. Completely. Wait till they'll tell my wife this. Gone. Completely. Gone. I remember forgetting. Mm. And remembering. And that come back at 44. That part of it did. The first thing I come back when I was 42, I think, was Fred and Rosemary West. That problem is in, in my head at the time of this. <coughs> and I was struggling with that, knowing I could have saved that girl's life or get, get myself killed, you know. So you got a lift from Rosemary West yeah. hitchhiking. But that was two years before. That made me come back. As soon as I caught him, I think I was 41 or 42, I'm not sure. But as soon as that caught them, I realised where I was. I was 15 miles, about 50 miles from the a suspension bridge going towards Gloucester, hitchhiking. 
in the middle of the night, pistol her at, you know, soldier. I couldn't get home to get a point, so I went to the first pub, you know. I knew where, which way I got to go out the pub. That was all, all I needed to do now, really. But shall we get back? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I haven't done so. You get back to your your van. Well, I get back to the van and I was standing there outside the van, thinking, "What am I out the van for?" And I'm, I, I think I must need a piss, you know. And there was a house, one house in the middle of nowhere there. I thought I'll go round the back of the van. When I ran round the back of the van, the cow was there dead, bits cut off it, tongue missing, this side of the door was missing, everything had gone. If I think it was a cow anyway. It, it, I couldn't tell, really. And all the bits missing, owl in the side, something gone out the side. Mm. And I thought to stupidly, they blame me for this. I got in the van, got to the main road and saw myself coming towards myself. When I got back to the firm, after two days, the gaffer said, where's the cookers? And I said, delivered. He said, couldn't have done. You only left this morning. And I'm going, what are you trying to pull in me? You know, trying to stop, pay me for the night out or something. That's driver's diorama. Being believed that you spent the night out. And he said, again, where are the cookers? And I said, they delivered it, you know. He said, sit there. And he went to make a phone call. And he came back and he said, you got somebody working for you. And I said, what, what, you know, your brother, he, he, my brother can't work, he's disabled. He looks like you. I'd just been on the phone asking people, he looked like you. I'm going, fuck off, you know, you know what I mean? I'm leaving now. This is buffering my brain. I got home and implants started coming out my mouth and my nose. I remember the implant going in, but not at that time. After 44, I remember, mm. but not at that time. And I was in 44, where most of the memories all sort of the alien experiences. Everything come back. Well, absolutely, just everything. Yeah. Everything from a child. Because mm. comparing the alien experiences to the sort of human experiences of governments or, I don't know, let's just say powers of the powers that be of hu humans messing with you. The aliens don't quite seem to have done as much 
as humans. Malicious sort of yeah. damage to you as the humans. Yeah, I'll get you. There, and for after, so with the LSD stuff, you've been drugged by LSD, you remember what's sit, sit, sitting there with a spinning circle in front of you, hypnotised, looking at it with two different people, reading different books either side of you. I think they were reading books. I yeah. think so. And then, like, your cousin was, what, spiking you with LSD as well? Yeah, yeah. Was he connected to these same... Is, I don't is that know. all connected? I'm trying to make a connection. Mm. And you had a point then after that where you just want... You look somebody in the eye and you just wanted to, like, yeah. kill them. Yeah, that was... Uh, I couldn't believe that. It's, it's like, horrible. Was that after... The first proper LSD brainwashing experience. I or can't after remember your, after your cousin. Is. I can't remember what happened. I know it happened, but the sequence of all this. And what about the Americans taking you off to like bookshops and buying you books? That was when I got back to camp. In, um, in which country now? In Germany. Yeah, they were American books all. But what what were you thinking when these Americans were just coming up to you? And I wasn't. Thinking? I wasn't thinking. That's what I said to you. Your brain is not the same mm. when these people or whatever they are, aliens, whatever you want to call them, can control your body and your brain. Yeah, and careful, Mike. Sorry. sorry? Careful of the... Uh... I was sorry. <laughs> I was itching. Um, yeah, so you, they they just take you off and what, maybe you just, I suppose hypnotism, you can have trigger things, isn't there, where like something sparks yeah, you, just sends you off into a state. And... Could be. I, I don't know because I can't remember. I don't know how I felt. That's what I'm trying to tell you. When you get abducted, you can't tell people because it's all non-feeling. And we haven't got that in a, in this. You ought to feel freer, fright. We all got this. Unless you're abducted. That I... That happened to me. Other people have different stories. But I never looked at one abduction before I wrote mine. In cause... I didn't want to be contaminated by anybody else's story. And getting to know you, you are quite a sceptical person for such a ridiculous tale. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I am. I'm not sceptical anymore, really. I suppose my mind is opened too much. Anything's possible to me. After my life, I, I'd wonder what this life was about. Was it meant to be this? Because if I'd have married Linda, the first love, we grew up together. She was killed at 15. None of this, none of my life would have happened. I, I would have stopped with her, not gone anywhere. So none well, of this... I'm sure there's infinite different decisions that we've made in our lives that spread off into different dimensions. and It it seems to be I was pushed into everything. Sort of, not forced, but... 
everything sort of fit into yeah it's like synchronicities I call it a jigsaw put together my life meeting murderers all the time what was that about that was maybe I was a murderer at some time in a past life yeah maybe that's why I've met murderers but aliens and all that shit you know Mm. so I need to keep stop saying so stuff to do with the government and corp I don't know the powers of be corporations masons governments powerful people who are messing with people with LSD and stuff and doing the they, they got time travel as well you reckon yeah I, I'm sh- absolutely what, what technology sure. do they do us humans have compared to the aliens none do, do you think we're taking what, what is the relationship do you, do you think there's a relationship between like governments and things there's and different aliens? types of alien there's some good some bad in every way life is good and bad as you know on this earth you're good and bad if you now bad you wouldn't know what good is or vice versa yeah and the yes. same out there it, there's wars going on out there and the crash landing on this planet sometimes that's why we got lights in the sky and that because i believe the uh, uh, at war out there exactly the same on this planet there's wars in every country in a way near every country look at it now if you look at the news not the bbc look at the proper news over the world you see everybody's going mad you can in some places you could, you're allowed to shoplift up to $100 do you know that no that's part for america uh los angeles i think really or san francisco i'm not not sure but you can you're allowed to steal a hundred dollars of items so people are going in and walking out that's it they can't do anything about it it's it's it doesn't seem possible that that could happen but it's happening now you know look at the world right now what do you think is nuclear. there's always there's always been chaos for the past like the problem is nuclear 10,000 10, years but what like, the biggest threat you mean yeah and we look at like okay covid all these restrictions all these wars going on is this all I don't is know. Is there anything to do with aliens to do with that, do you think? Or? I don't know. I, uh, I wouldn't think so. No. But, as I say, I don't know. I, I've been a guinea pig, a little bit robbed up, but not the old thing. Uh, I, I know a little bit more than some people. Mm. I'm not saying everybody, because I don't know. All right. Excuse so, me. to give a list of 
I got a list of the um, different entities you've encountered. <laughs> so you got UFOs, Nordics, reptilians, greys, spirits of the dead, uh, and shadow people we did talk about. Shadow people, yeah. Um, I don't know. I didn't see them. They, that's when I had a snake over my foot. You know, that was weird. Big snake in this country. No such thing. Yeah, you could have been tripping with that one. Snakes are quite a common uh, psychedelic thing to see. Excuse me. Uh, any, are there any other any other entities besides them? Uh, UFOs, Nordics, reptilians, greys. Yeah, I met the Nordics. They almost told me there was no God. Because when I met them, I said, you come from up there. Are you from God? And they said, that's a belief on your planet. So, this is when you were 10 years old. Yeah. Next thing, they asked me about Ripley, reptilians. I didn't know where, where the, what they were talking about, really. I just imagined I haven't seen any. So, and they re relaxed then a bit, started talking. And they said, there's a problem on your planet. Would you help if you could? And I said, what do you want me to do? They said, you'll know at the time, but you'll be hated before you leave the planet. If you do help, you know. Well, I can't remember the conversation really, word for word. And what do you think that helped? Maybe been... to become a guinea pig mm. against the reptiles because my cousin, his father, was the start of MK Ultra, really. Uh, it started in 1942, I think, MK Ultra. I was surprised when I found that out. And his father was a Nazi pilot. He must have been one of these that started the uh, moon landing, you know, up to the moon landing. With they got now RAF, RAF. There were soldiers, soldier flyers, I think. And he was one of them that on paperclip, they took him uh, for knowledge, I suppose. He was Brian's father. And I, I think at the time that would have been reptiles, I think at that time 
because the nodes seemed different altogether from the reptiles. But Brian was, I think Brian was, I think this has happened because my cousin Brian, his father, all, all that, Nanatsi, were all taught by Nanatsi. There's something in that, but I can't find it. I'm searching my own head. Everybody's dead now. I could talk to everybody's dead. I'm nearly dead as well. You know, you know what I mean? This happened over the last 70 years from a child of three years old. I start to remember things. I was told things as well. I found naked with her, clothes, things like that. I'd gone missing for hours as a child. Yeah, so what should people look out for? To open people's minds up, they're, they're like, well, maybe I've been abducted. I think a what lot of people thing, have. What 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 mysterious things should they try and search for? You know, what signs are there that? There's no signs really. I think. But I mean, missing missing time is yeah, that's a sign. that's one. But you can gain time. Mm. There's no time. <coughs> There can be. Any physical things? <coughs> Marks or rashes? or <coughs> Not really. On, the, on this, you can see an impact in you. They come out without you knowing most of the time. Like my nose, implant come out and I thought it was a bullet. And I said to my wife, I said, looks like a bullet. And she said, you couldn't have been shot up the nose in Northern Ireland, could you? And I said, yeah, I could have been. <laughs> it had took the top of my head off as well, you know. Things like, funny things like that. Mm. And so I suppose, there's nothing that you could warn people to do. There's no. nothing anyone can do. No. You don't know even... Um, I think millions of people have been took and they don't know they've been took because it's gone and back, maybe in your sleep most of the time. I think they took in the sleep. So... More than me been took, I tell mm. you. There's more than me. But considering you've been brainwashed into wanting to kill somebody who you make eye contact with. Yeah, that was... Do you think, like, that was, our government... I still get a problem now, uh, uh, eye contact with some people. I can't look at them. Mm. Do you think and, our governments are a like, genuine threat to us? Not the government. Or whoever is doing these something who, who, behind the governments, yeah. governments of the world. There's something behind them. 
I I think it could be. And I, I only think this, I don't know anything about this. In my thoughts, it could be different aliens or dimensional behind some governments, the governments that becoming powerful, like America. These are most powerful country in that we know, you know. It could be giving information out. It could be time travellers. I believe it's to do with time travel as well because I know it's possible. I've done it. I don't know how, but I've done it. I've proved it to people. Mm. People, my son has seen all this proof. He's lived with me. Well, the proof been coming. And he's been there sometimes when the proof come. And he, he's seen them himself anyway. He's seen something. Mm. There's a theory that the um, the greys are actually humans in the future, time yeah. travelling back. That's, uh, that's that's what we're destined for. <laughs> yeah, that's been um, a thought I was telling you the other day about Brentwater. That's the thoughts that I've got our future coming back. Mm. And if you look now, now everyone's taking these vaccines. This is just a little step towards yeah. genetic modification yeah. becoming a, a a common thing to eventually possibly becoming a <laughs> after hold me down to give uh, me one. Great people. See them? They have to hold me down to give me one. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Me Looking too. Jabs. No, thanks. I've, I've never had the flu, as I know. And I'm not, not going to give myself one. That would be ridiculous. Nothing should bypass the immune system. No, and if I get ill, I'm young, healthy, yeah. I'll deal with it. And I'll stay in my room and I'm not going to go around and cough on people. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> We're human beings. We have to brush past each other to get somewhere. Well, what do, what do you think people need to do to open their minds up to to what's going on around them? Stop listening to crap of the BBC and Russian TV. The, the best TV channel was knocked off the... the building was shot down by the Israelis. That's Al Judy there. Best interviews, best news. They give the real news as far as, as you know. Mm. The okay. TV is a big problem, big yeah. problem. Adverts. Yeah, Everyone. I've, we don't have TV anymore. Everyone's coronavirus advert. Everyone. Yeah. Uh, Colonel Boyce is being bought into every advert as well. Have you seen the Corona? The beer? No. No, I don't watch TV, so that's, <laughs> I don't that's see clever. Adverts. Corona beer. You can't forget it. <laughs> oh well, I know the beer, yeah. <laughs> well, it used to be Corona but, Pop, you know. Yeah. 
pop manufacturer, okay. lemonade and orange aid and stuff. All right, okay. So it's eight. end of the game. Nothing anyone could do. You're gonna be taking. You're gonna be taking. Okay? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. Our brains won't deal with this. Your brain doesn't deal with this. We're not clever enough to even know what our brain's thinking. Yeah. It's like all this could be implanted. If I didn't, I have, I haven't got in touch with people from the past. I, I still believe it wasn't true. But it's got to be true when people are saying, I've been inducted with you. And you didn't know them. Well, you didn't think you knew them. And people from the past phoning people and saying, we weren't in the army then, 1968. We were in 1956. I was six years old then. It's very strange when they find out. I didn't believe it myself until then. I thought I gotta write a book about this. Yeah. I'll, so I'll, yeah, read the book if you want to go into detail in these yeah. stories. But before we finish, let's quickly go over music. Because, well, wait, how old were you when you started uh, performing? Performing, yeah. 43 okay. when I started with a group that were crap <laughs> so was I I really didn't start professionally till I was about 48 I think okay, yeah. 47, yeah. 48 yeah. I got a professional job down the coast or quickly before that, okay. So 44, you've had your download. That messed you up for, okay, the next couple of weeks. But how were you after that? Once once you've I was somewhat not... calmed down after after that download, how were you then? How were you feeling? Had you, had you gained back, like... I gained a new brain. Were you, like, energetic, energised, or...? Yeah, for the start... Uh... Once I got it into my head, it could be true. I started looking and met the guy from Brentwaters, one of the uh, sergeant that was there at the time. And he said to me, just keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything about it because you'd end up in trouble. But of course I didn't, but I'm not, I've had a lot of trouble anyway. Maybe to do with the book. Maybe not. I don't know. But did you get rid of that kind of zombie state? Were things easier to just remember in general? Was it like you'd sort of gain part of yourself back or? It was like going off I through my life, not remembering anything from the day next day no memory of my past. All my memory may come back in one huge download. 
I could feel it going in. But all I could think about was Abingdon. Yeah. While this memory was going into my brain, I was thinking something else. And like a download in a computer, you bring it out when you need it. Mm. And that's how I feel. When I wrote the book with Joanne, I was dictating some of some of the bits I remembered. I remember him more and more while I was writing the book. It's like I don't know how I did it. I don't. I'm not. I've never had a good memory. Mm. It's crap now, but I can still remember everything that happened to me. Yeah. How but did it feel to like? I can't remember yesterday. Yeah. Very well, you know. But that's normal, isn't it? I don't know what normal is anymore. <laughs> What's normal? <laughs> For God's sake. I don't think there's anything normal about your story, but well, maybe so, maybe so, maybe it's far more normal than uh, well than most people think. That's what I'm saying. You could be having the same everybody's having experiences. Mine have been, been strange because I've travelled a lot, like you do. Yeah. I was England, Germany, Italy, places like that all the time. Different experiences all the time. And I went for that. I joined a nuclear regiment. It was so boring. You used to fire once a, once a year one rocket a year or two rockets and that was it I joined special forces just to get out because you're not allowed to take a drop in regiments unless they forced you to you can't just say I want to be in something else you've got to go out higher all is higher you can't lower yourself so it was a choice, para or commando. And I don't like heights anyway, so I joined the commandos. Yeah. I was going to take the jumps anyway, P Company. Anybody that's been in the army, they'll know what I'm talking about. P Company, things like that. Parachute Company. Yeah, okay. In Germany, you're in... Um you're in a band Dragonfly yeah for a tiny bit it lasted a, that lasted about three months was that like the first band you'd yeah joined yeah that was but I joined an army band we made up it's the strangest story ever now we were forced to do it in the guitarist with a drummer no singer a wedding with no singer. Me and John I ended up scrapping. I oh, threw the amplifier at him. <laughs> Pistol rats and end up in Nick for the night. Both of us. Laughing their fucking heads off. <laughs> Still pissed. And then late forties you probably start playing gigs around. Oh and Robert Plant as well, you kind of you know 
bumped into him a few times growing up, right? Well, it, Robert was. We didn't call him Robert. We called him something else. But I, I don't think he liked a nickname. Um, I met him three times. I could have worked with him three times. His old band, Joy, came up to see me, Johnny Cook, and the bass player, wanting me to jam with them because Robert was doing the gig in 19... I think it was 97. Robert was doing a gig, another gig at the town hall, Stalebridge. That's on record. And that's where I, I met Robert first time. He was 30, I was 13, he was 15. And I, I, I went across the road for a point, came back in. I'd been talking to this guy, standing on stage singing. Amazing voice. He's better when he sings properly. He screams now. But <laughs> when he sang, he was really nice. You used to tell him to shut up in Stourbridge. All singing. <laughs> Robert, shut the fuck up, you know. <laughs> singing all the time. Yeah. Never stopped. And you were playing like rock and roll numbers and covers. Yeah, that mainly rock and roll, some ballads. I used to do a dancing rock and roll act, really, mainly for dancing, for the people that were a bit older than me, really, most of them. But in the clubs, you dance anyway, but because that's what you're going for, the women, for the dancing, really. I used to have to play up to the women, you know. <laughs> well, you do. I'm a man, not gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And what are they? Um... Alvin Stardust band you had some interactions with yeah that was a disaster I didn't know the banter oh you just got back from Germany yeah I'd just I'd never worked with a British musician only in the army we didn't have banter and the way musicians did Sarcasm isn't quite a thing in Germany as it is no, over here. No. <laughs> but really. tell the tell the little story. What was what, well? What I walked in. Say? I walked in with somebody, and you got to keep your reputation. You can't pans it around. I've got a mate with me. He was an odd guy, and I got in, and I said, "I'm a guitarist. I'm a guitarist." And the bass bass here, you don't fucking look like one. <laughs> and I said to the drummer, have you got anything to say? He said the same as him or something. And I, I went, 
you, you can, you're going to have that bass up your ass and that brace drum up your fucking ass to, to the drummer. And I walked out and I said, where are you going? I said, for the point, away from you, blood. I didn't know the banner, banter, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I, I couldn't <laughs> let myself down. I should have said something back, but I was quite shocked. Yeah, yeah. And what about T-Rex? How, how? That was recent. Uh, I was going to do some work with Bernie, Bernie uh, Flowers, Herby Flowers, that made Sting. And I stayed at the, the night at the singer's house, Doggy. He died just after. What my fault? Nothing to do with me. And I was, I collapsed going to the studio up the steps. Ah, oh, shit. Because, and I, I drove 300 miles back. Uh, we're off now. Uh, yeah, we're talking. Um... I'll yeah, have was... a drink now. I should be better. <laughs> uh, talking about yeah, I was looking into the you know the whole Twenty Seven Club thing. Like yeah, I'm into yeah blues and rock, same as you. Looking into the sort of mythology of that and Robert Johnson, and it goes further back than Robert Johnson apparently to um, a guy called Tommy Johnson, not related as far as I know. His brother taught him to play guitar. Again, black guy in south of US. Uh, his brother taught him to play guitar. Then he disappeared for two years. Came back, you know, sick blues player and singer. Uh, his brother told everyone the story that he went down to the crossroads and met a mysterious figure who tuned his guitar. And ever since, he could play like the devil. So then Robert Johnson comes along, same sort of thing. He's supposedly a shit musician. You know, not a great guitarist. Uh, disappears for a year, comes back, and this Tommy Johnson then starts spreading the same rumor that was spread about him, that he went down to the crossroads and I don't know, met a mysterious figure. I don't know how much the devil is actually originally used, but it's kind of been demonized into they've sold their souls to the devil. But black guys in the south of the US at that time, you, you've got like uh, voodoo religion around there. Mm. There's a, uh, a voodoo god called uh, Papa Legba, something like this. And he's, um, he's like a, a god of crossroads, uh, communication, uh, going to the underworld and coming back. Quite similar to sort of Greek god Hermes, sort of Mercury sort of character. It could well be that he just went off and got deep into religion and um, yeah, it's more of a voodoo god sort of thing as opposed to kind of the devil. But then you have all these other people, I suppose, dying at 27 and I don't know, I don't know what that is. Maybe that's some kind of like weird cult ritual killing or... Too much drugs, maybe? Yeah, yeah. You know... Like Hendrix killed himself in drugs. 
I don't know. I was looking into that the other day as well. Hendrix supposedly has found like, I don't know, the story that his girlfriend gave is like kind of different to the story that, like the the ambulance people that found him, they found him like drowned in like wine or something like that. His lungs were flooded in wine and puke, as if someone like poured a that bottle could of wine be drugs, down. You know, for sure, for sure. Wait. Where do you think this leads to, this 27 Club? I, I've never heard of it till you mentioned it. Don't know. Don't know. I think... I don't know. I think dying at 27. I don't think it's like they've sold their souls to the devil and the devil reclaims their souls. Because I don't think it originally comes from the devil there's some sort of magical aspect to it and maybe lots of these people has probably certainly dabbled in magic especially like Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin he hasn't died at 27 but there's like yeah, he's, he's definitely like steeped into the occult he's, yeah he's he definitely was a into that wicked and wicked yeah he bought uh, Alistair Crowley's house yeah. and um, you look at like his the, the fourth album with Stairway to Heaven on and look at all the symbols that's on it and everything Robert Plant was into him as well yeah yeah well I said to you normal children at school don't learn about that but these rich bastards do Robert Plant was well off Nah, I don't know because I think most of this the I think this all comes from Jimmy Page or the sort of the occult I think he probably like yeah. got got uh, Robert Plant into it but I do he, learn about he's... this in colleges as, as opposed to schools he, Robert Plant was at uh, King, King Edward School they all went to these posh schools and learned this crap, you know. Well, call crap, you know, because he was crap. That guy was fucking vile, you know. I've looked. No, at... people like though Jimmy Page. He he wasn't from a rich background. Jimi Hendrix wasn't. Some of the kind of the gods, kind of yeah. No, I don't know. I don't. Know. And there's definitely like masons and stuff like that, and. Yeah, they all have got to be part of that club as well, man. Like, like looking at the Beatles and things. There's like pictures of like, you know, with the yellow submarine and the Beatles yeah. doing Masonic like symbols with their hands and stuff. A lot of people, like me mate, when he met me, the first thing he said. The Masons have been to me, and I said, you're going to stay friends? He said, yeah. He said, I'm not interested in the Masons. You've told me about them. I'm not interested. I wish he'd have joined it, actually. He could have told me what was happening to me, <laughs> you know, because he's a good mate, you know, very intelligent guy but brainwashed he was brainwashed till I got hold of him what happened was the masons came to him to his house and asked him to join after he met me 
and he said, I'll think about it, think about it, you know. And he said to me, the next day, he said no. The next day, to, he went to the bank. He was allowed to stay there for five minutes or something. He was blocked in by two transporters, cartoon transporters. He couldn't move. He couldn't get out of these guys phone in him. He was stuck there all night. They charged him about a thousand and odd quid because he couldn't move. He had to get a taxi back home. And I don't know what happened. He didn't get away with it, I know that. Cost him what, what, a lot of money. What, what did he do? Went to the police, they said, there's nothing I can do about it. Mm. And he's a clever man, he's not, he knows the law. And he couldn't get round it. So he must, must be masons to do that. I had a fine and I still don't know where it come from. Fine for what? Forgot now. I tried everywhere to, what court did have been through, I couldn't find the court. They put it through. Scam maybe. It wasn't a scam, it was a government, you know, probably legal. As I said to you, if they've got to put a story out, they'll put it in obsolete paper in the middle of Ireland or something. You'd never read because they're obliged to put it in, in a paper somewhere. I forget what it was about now, but they're obliged to put it in the paper. They put it in the Cornish, little Cornish Times, village paper. What, you're fine? No, they could have done that to me, but I, I, I never found the court. Never found the court, I'd give up in the end, fucking have the fucking money. Fucking have it, you bastards. I couldn't find, I tried and tried for three months, four months, to find the court that he went through. And it didn't seem to gone through a cock at all. And they couldn't do that. All fucking Masonic fucking judges and stuff. Legal shit. Legalese. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's wrap it up with... Um... One last question, all right. Do you have any... Well, your son's like my age. Do you have any advice for... for all your weird life experiences? What, what advice do you have for, like, young people with this crazy shit going on in the world right now? What do we need to do to uh, get through it? Take drugs. 
and drink drink a lot because nothing's gonna change. Whoever doing this, no, years ahead of us, little human beings. I'm telling you, years, maybe three hundred years ahead of us, maybe dictating our past with our future. Well, what could we do in our daily lives then? Get drunk and take drugs, <laughs> I think. I, I don't know. I, I Connect even, and talk and have conversations like this, though, at least. Yeah. What good it'll do, though? I don't know. I've thought and thought about this. What can we do? Ninety-nine percent of the population don't believe in abductions, time travel, nothing. I'm ahead of them in knowing what's there and coming. Nobody believes me because they'd be mad to believe me. You know. Yeah. I've seen all Fair this. enough. It's a bonkers tale. And I've gotten to know you over the past couple of weeks. I I mean, I definitely believe you believe. You're, you're quite a cynical old man, for sure. You you don't, like, just believe any old sort of bullshit. Yeah. I try and find the truth. I'm still struggling with some truth at all. I'm, I've been a guinea pig for something. But I woke up a bit, just a bit. And yeah, and your tales are your own rational experience of whatever. Yeah. Who knows happened to you? I don't know. Personally, I don't know what happened to me. It's like a dream, nightmare. I've, I don't have dreams and nightmares. I live one. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I live a nightmare. I've lived a nightmare. I don't know. No. The, I don't um, think. It's, yeah. I don't think. Read the book. It's, um, yeah, it's quite a, uh, quite a tough, tough life you lived. And quite, quite, there's quite lots of dark points. It's, um, It really kills me to finish it on this such a downer note. But do you have any anything positive to say, do you think, before? Not really. No. Not really. I, I, I know as much as anybody else. I've just seen a bit more. And remembered. Maybe people don't remember the bad parts. I have remembered the bad parts in a download. Well, there's definitely good things out there. I've definitely been traveling and uh, seen, seen a bit more of the, the good side of humanity, I think, than, than you have. You it's, it's, def- it. it's definitely out there. There's definitely good people out there. You can have chats like this. You can have jams. And enjoy life, I suppose. You're a hippie, really. Hippie-ish. Hippie-ish. Kind of person before they 
ruin it, the hippies with that nutcase killing people. Um, Forgot his name. Manson. Beard. Manson. What do you think of him? I don't know. It sounds like it's probably something to do with like the FBI, something like that. I think so. It's like that. Some guys was on Joe Rogan. He's written a book about it. He's all got spent like ten years like researching and studying it. And it sounds like yeah, they were kind of. It's, it's, like, M- it's MK Ultra. He was part of. MK I was Ultra. gonna say MK Ultra type of operation. It's like Kennedy. That was an operation to kill him. No, it, not one gunman. It was operation. The shots came from everywhere. Blew his fucking head off. Yeah. From behind. Shots came from behind, in front. Yeah. His head it's, hasn't been found. Is is what? His head wasn't found with the body. I don't think. From my I was told. I used to know people in like um, I used to know the wife of one of the guys that was in Princess Diane's car. He was a bodyguard, Reese Jones. I used to know his wife. Oh yeah, not like that. I'm not that type of guy <laughs> but he, she was shagging a lord or somewhere I used to meet him in the pub playing the guitar sometimes yeah in a local village place called Whittington funny enough the Royal Artillery 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 with in Whittington at one time. I was supposed to report there. I joined the army at 15 and a half. I never went, changed my mind. You know why? They said I couldn't smoke. I said, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> You've been smoking since you're old? Nine. <laughs> okay, yeah. I haven't added about chest yet. <laughs> Honestly, I... I've never had anything wrong with me chest. I can't catch COVID. I'm too burnt inside <laughs> to catch it. Jeremy, Jeremy, musical tips before we finish. Keep playing. Yeah. Just keep to your type of playing. Don't be like me. I, I, everybody else's music I was playing into the mine. If I'd have known what I was doing, I would have wrote mine to start with and carried on. But I was interested in money, making money. Mm. That was Do a you way. think you can make money the same way you did nowadays? No. No, no. Since COVID, wow, okay. nobody's okay. playing it really. My type of gigs, I used to do gigs, 
pubs, clubs, beer goals, cinemas. I always worked in that four years. I was professional. I had a stroke, my first stroke. That was to do with problems at all. Trying to work through problems. Going on stage, smiling all the time when you got problems is a nightmare. Yeah, pretty draining, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's. Yeah. You got to smile. Be, you know. Smile, the heart is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking. Knacking coal. I think that's a perfect place to, uh, to cut. Cheers to do this. found that interesting once again bill's biography is called 44 based on an ex-soldier's true story by joanna summerscales and if you have any questions email me at nomadrising42 at gmail.com all the links will be in the show notes and i'll play you out with this little jam i had with bill sadly he's struggling to play guitar after his last stroke but i can certainly see he certainly was a very good guitarist and it was really nice to be able to record this with him so i hope you enjoy
Nothing off of that. Yeah. 